Well, hello, and welcome to the Press the Action Button podcast, where one cranky and one funky talk about video games. My name is Newman. My name is Yusuf. And this week we have a 40th episode bonanza for you. And I tell you what, it'd be easy for me to explain the game, but instead I say, or to tell you the name, I should say, but instead I'm going to do this. way too much of the monkey rap to be playing <laughs> i think that has like five million views on youtube how many are you more. and and deservedly so i've got given a few hundred now i'd say so yeah we're talking about the original game donkey kong country yes one of well, the f- not yeah. the original donkey kong oh, game well yeah the original donkey kong country game the finest of finest of games for a number of reasons. Graphically, uh, musically, characterally, wonderful. It is um, a absolutely brilliant game. One of your favourite games of all time. A character which I often mock Newman for being very close to him. Um, featurally, in, in, in his face um, and the way he behaves as well. Um and I think the the best thing is the hairline. You've you've exactly Donkey Kong's hairline. <laughs> I absolutely don't. Donkey Kong is a personal hero of my, of mine. What he represents in life is what I want to be. Just rolling through enemies without a care in the world, jumping into barrels, firing through every obstacle that life throws at me to reclaim my my banana horde. He's a grumpy <laughs> idiot, and yeah, I think he does uh, quite well reflect you. He's a hero. The key's a carefree Simeon, and that's what I want to be. Yeah, so minus it's the a, Simeon part. It's a good episode. It's actually one which we did uh, our first ever podcast episode on about three years ago now, which we didn't release. And I listened back to a little bit of it today, and it's it's good we didn't release it because it sounds terrible. It sounds so so bad. <laughs> um, so I'm glad to be able to come back to it again because it is a pretty fantastic technical achievement as well as a brilliant game. Yep, I will be just saying wonderful things for the next hour and a half or whatever. So just, you know, prepare yourselves for how much I love this game. Before um, before we go screaming back to the past, like a monkey in a space shuttle blasting off into... It goes on like this. Uh, before we do that, what have you been playing nowadays? Um, I'm still playing Devil May Cry. Um, right. It's good. Um I'll tell you one thing that I don't like about it, okay? Right. <clears throat> now, the combat is very good. The story is, is pretty good. The world they've created is better than any other Devil May Cry world that I've seen. Mm-hmm. Completely different from any other Devil May Cry world. But the one thing that I don't like about it is the stylish build-up icons. It makes me feel anxious. 
I'm like constantly trying to get up to SSS, whatever it is, rank. Yeah. And as soon as an enemy hits me, it's just destroyed. I'm like, and then it's it's really unforgiving because you have like batches of enemies mm. and then whatever you end with is what you get for the fight. So I could be on S having a wonderful time thrashing everyone. And then at the very end against the last enemy, he might hit me once and it completely destroys my, my grade. Yeah. It, it just leaves you feeling anxious. You're like, oh, oh, oh. You know, <laughs> it's... It's the fact that about it. the closer you get to the end of doing well makes you more and more nervous the last guy's going to mess it up on you. <laughs> exactly. I don't, I'm not sure I like a game like that. I just want a game to be more relaxing, even though, you know, well, well, involving and enjoyable. This but game look, is good. These have it's never been great. relaxing. These have never been relaxing games. They've always been very fast-paced yeah. and very unforgiving, very punishing. Well, when I say relaxing, I mean from the perspective of just being completely involved with my with my everything but my ears and my ears I want to use to listen playing or little listen to playing I want to listen to podcasts and music while I'm playing this um do you not listen to the music of it I believe it's got quite a good metal soundtrack yeah not for me anymore maybe you you're still into that kind of stuff with your leather jackets from Dragon's Dojo or whatever it's called um that was my <laughs> the dodgy what was it called drop shipping shop um, exactly. I didn't buy the leather jacket from there. I bought my leather jacket from Topman. Thank you very much. Um, I didn't even think they were still around. I heard something about the guy who owns Topman a while ago where apparently he's anti-Irish. Like he was having a go at someone being an idiot and he was like, no surprise, he's Irish. Ooh, not popular. Well, I tell you what I don't like about Topman. They introduced men wearing scarves on everything. Their colours are just turned into scarves. It's a horrible style thing. It's There's no style there. Get rid of it. I hate so, it. This is why we call you Cranky Kong. Exactly this kind of stuff. Um, look, there's look. Style, there are styles that are essential that don't go out of, you know, fashion. <laughs> <laughs> and a scarf, you know, for a collar is not it. And these kids have terrible haircuts now. Well, they oh don't now. They did, they did back then. It was just like, you know, shaved all up and a little kind of thing at the top. It's like, f- forget about it. Now, there's a haircut you could set your watch to. <laughs> exactly. Well, I don't mind them now because they're more, uh, what's the word? I don't know. They're kind of longer at the top now, so they're decent. But anyway. I was, I was going to save this, but to celebrate you being Cranky Kong, I have prepared a special section in today's show. So, if you'll bear with me for one second. <sighs> I used to be with it, but then they changed what it was. Now what I'm with isn't it, and what's it seems weird and scary to me. It'll happen to you. That's right. For this episode, I thought we'd bring in a lovely section, which I like to call Grumpy Times with Cranky Kong. And this week I'm joined by Newman. Hello, Newman. Welcome aboard. Hello, Yusuf. So, I think we should play a little game where we see who said what quote. Was it, in fact, our resident Cranky Kong, Newman, who is some unbelievably only 35 years old, or is it the cantankerous old man, Grandpa Simpson from The Simpsons? So, I've had to change these a little bit to try and see. So, you know, if he says Bart, I take that out of it, or Springfield, so you can't tell exactly it is. So, now you tell me, dear. Question, quote one Who said the following Towns are too big I don't know where I'm going That was me <laughs> About R- R- RPGs And it's true It is true 
Anyway, yeah. <laughs> okay. Who, who said this, then? That was correct. Ding. Well done. Now, quote number two. Mountains are too high. <laughs> I actually don't know about that one. Um, I think it was me. Yes, it was you. <laughs> you were complaining that mountains were too big. Okay. The metric system is the tool of the devil. That's definitely Grandpa Simpson. That was, yeah, Grandpa Simpson. The following line was, My car gets 40 rods to, 40 rods to the hog's head, and that's the way I likes it. <laughs> All right. Um, I did change this a little bit, but it's just like, I don't like any of these kids' cartoons anymore. That's me. That is you. That no. was you talking about Paw Patrol. <laughs> Yeah, and I still don't get it. I absolutely love it. It's a terrible show. Their voices are all wrong as well. They did they 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 got the voices wrong for the dogs. Someone else needs to fix that. Okay. And here's another one. <laughs> Cheer up you sulky teenagers. I I that one I don't know, Grandpa no. Simpson. That was you. That was you talking about um I think it was in Devil May Cry before when you talked about the way that they looked. So, <laughs> what's How wrong? How do you remember all the things I've said? I wrote them down. I have them written here, um, just to get ready for you being cranky, Kong. In this, uh, in this episode, I can't believe how quickly you set up when you went into your persona. Anyway, so I'm afraid. Oh, you did really well, actually. Yeah. So I think you got three out of five there. So well done. You passed. Mm, thank uh, you. How do you feel, <laughs> cranky? Uh. I don't feel any less cranky. I'm not cranky. It's just I have no capacity for bullshit anymore. It happens when you get older. Wait till you see. You'll be 35 soon. You've been like this for years. That's the point. Well, like I told you, the world did this to me. <laughs> All right. Um, so have you been playing anything else? Have you been seeing anything else? Or what have you been up to? No, I watched All of Your Honor, which is a very, very good uh, series. I'll tell you who I love. Oh, I wish I knew her name. She's in um, that other movie with Denzel as the lawyer, whatever, Joe Esquire, whatever his name is, you know, where Denzel's playing the really kind of um, borderline autistic um, lawyer. No, you know? I don't think I've seen it. Well, she's in it um, and she's also in this as a lawyer as well. In Like in both movies, she's kind of playing, well, I know Your Honor is a series, but she's just great. Um, Brian Cranston is great. It's just, it was really good. Really enjoyed it. So How many episodes is that? I think it's ten. Okay, that's yeah. fair enough. Yeah, comes highly recommended from me, folks. So uh, check that out. Good, 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 good. I tell you, who's not scary though, right? The other guy. Do you know the story of this? Your Honor. You know what, I yeah yeah. It's like his son gets into a car crash, isn't it? And he sort of, I think he crashed. He he crashes into like a, someone related with the mob, and he gets in trouble for it. The mob yeah. son or something. The, yeah, the mob boss's son. But the guy, the mob guy, the head mob guy, he's your man who was in uh, Men in Black 3. Do you know the alien guy who's like, oh, if someone comes through that door now, then that's uh, this uh, reality and, uh, oh, that's not going to be good, not going to be good. You know, Johnny kinda, Knoxville? No. Kind of looks like a, an older version of Johnny Knoxville. Uh, you need to do... Him. It. Anyway, him, he, I don't know, what's his name? 
he is just completely unbelievable as a mob boss. He's not scary whatsoever. Like Michael Stolberg, Stolberg, Michael no? Stolberg. Yeah, hold on. I'll hold up the photo of you for here. You go. See him. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't know him from anything. He, he's not scary at all. He looks like the nicest man I've ever met. If he was a mob boss, I would get him in a headlock and give him nuggies. Anyway, so it's very good. Highly recommended. So, uh, what have you been doing? Um, not been doing that much really. Same there's old. There's fucking sirens again. Every I, time you talk, there's a siren. I'm near the police station. I can't have it. Look, it does it fucking annoy you because it wrecks my head. So I'll tell you that. All right. All right. Sorry. Um, cool. So I'm playing um, Valkyria Chronicles 4. Do you ever get to that point where you're playing a game and you're still enjoying parts of it, but you just lose interest in the story? So I'm just mashing <laughs> skip through every fucking cutscene. All the time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So I'm at that point. It's just, ugh, I mean, just some of the characters are shy. Just some of the stuff you see coming. Um, I am still really enjoying the tactical side of it, though. But I was at the point where I, I just kind of want to get it finished. I want to go on to something else. Mm. Um, but I am still really enjoying it and it is it's an improvement on the first one as well so they, they've added some nice extra things to it but yeah it's just a bit yeah so I've been playing that um still watching the boys on Amazon excellent one oh yeah the best Very things good. I've seen in a while there is some oh it's it is gross though there's some horrendous things that happen in it really horrible gory stuff um but I haven't seen a show like it, so I really, really recommend that. Okay. You, not to you, you would not like it. It's too gory for you. You wouldn't be impressed. Well, I was watching Breaking Bad for the first time the other day. Oh, on your Brian Cranston your buzz. Yeah, yeah, my wife really likes him now. And uh, wiping up the, the remains of the guy from the bathtub, it was pretty horrendous. Yeah, I usually don't like stuff like that. But anyway, I'll stick with it because it's him. Anyway, yeah, well, yeah. that's a great show. I fell out of love with Breaking Bad. I watched about, I don't know, two, three seasons of it. And then just for some reason, for some point, I couldn't. I just didn't really want to go back to it. All right. Well, I hope but that doesn't happen to me. It is All good. Right, anyway, go. It is yeah. good. Okay. Um, so I've been watching that uh, and eating a lot of Easter eggs. That's what I've been doing eating way too many Fantastic. Easter eggs been very much enjoying that um, yeah that's, that's all really yeah not nothing really happening here same old shite alright so to the news segment yeah let's go well, I've got news for you you're mine now you belong to me so it's been a little bit of a quiet news week but we've got some stuff we've got the news of March the 31st Wednesday the day mm-hmm. after this podcast comes out is the day Mario is going to die, apparently. So the internet has dubbed it. Nothing is actually happening to Mario. However, Nintendo... So, so they were doing their um, 35th anniversary of Mario. Remember, it was it happened last year. And that's mm-hmm. when they released the Mario 3D All-Stars collection, which both you and I got. And they released some merch and then a couple of other Mario games, a game in Watch 1 and Mario 35 was another one. Well, they're getting rid of all of them. They are going to stop production of the 3D Mario All-Stars and they're going to make it so you can't download it from the shop. Now, they said this when they released it. I, I, I don't yeah. know why. It's like It just sort of screams, look, at the end of this quarter, we're not going to do this anymore. I don't know why. I don't know the reason behind it. I don't know if it's because at some point they're going to move on and do something else with it. I don't know. But you, if you want to get that game you should get it soon. You should download it soon or order it soon because you're not going to be able to get it anymore. 
unless they're going to do something else with it. But what it is exactly, I don't know. All right, that's yeah. Nintendo do do strange things, so yeah. Um, I, I can't really explain that. It's a bit yeah. weird. Uh, in other news, Get it now. In other news, Genshin Impact has made over one billion dollars in mobile revenue alone. Yusuf, you know the rules on this podcast. Whenever the word impact is said, it has to be said impact. Uh, like Goemon. Right. <laughs> exactly like Goemon. Anyway, yeah, um, one billion dollars. On, oh on phones alone. On mobile ones alone. Which is madness. This is a free-to-play game. A game which I, on PlayStation, not phone, I put a couple of hours into it. Like a good few hours and really did enjoy it without spending a cent. So it's working. And this is why... I we were complaining a bit last week about so many places pushing towards that mobile kind of market and everything. Um, mm. And this, this is why that's, that's crazy money. However, that being said, this is also very loot boxy. I think that's how it, it made most of its money rather than anything else. Mm. Um, yeah. By the way, before I forget that something devil may cry does as well. If you, if you run out of red orbs and re- re- revival orbs, it says go to the PlayStation store and buy some more red orbs. Now, they're very generously laid around, so it's not, you know, I've never had to ever Ooh. use one. But, yeah, wasn't a big fan. I really, really don't like that. I really don't like that. Yeah, Capcom. Capcom. God, bastards. I meant to actually ask you, how are you playing it? Are you playing it in 4K mode, or are you playing it in, like, the 60 frames per second mode? Um, whatever is allowing it to run in its best way. I don't know, whatever that is. Okay, it didn't, uh, what, it just kind of gave you that, like, the best kind of recommended one was it it was yeah to to um to uh accentuate Perform- performance rather than visual okay know. that's the i think the one where they're yeah they're prioritizing um the frame rate which is probably more what you want because you don't have a 4k tv anyway do you no i'm not to be honest i'm not the kind of person who cares much about frame rates and you know that kind of stuff and I don't even have a 4k tv like you say so I used to not do that right but here's something mad because like do you ever you see it sometimes quite often with like pc gamers and people who are mad for frame rate and for people who don't really care about it they're just like I don't really get what the whole story is with this I got a little experiment for you right so have mm-hmm. you got your phone there to handy uh yeah then which phone do you have you have the xor you got that in the end yeah so go to camera and go to yeah. video right yeah. Now, are you on that now, yeah? Yeah. Then you can join along every, everybody else who's listening. So on the top right corner, it says HD and 30. I see it. Now, leave it on 30, but just, like, look through the cam- the, your phone and just, like, lift it up and down. You see what it looks like, right? Yeah. Now, switch to 60 and see how it changes. That's better. It's so much smoother. It's unbelievable how much smoother it is. But Why is that? Because it's 60 frames per second now. Mm. It's taking more images, more frames to show you in a second. So everything looks smoother. So this is why people are always going, the frame rate on this is shy and this thing looks better. Because when you get used to it, it's amazing. Why would anyone choose uh, 30 frames over 60 on an iPhone? For taking um, because videos? it'll be bigger file size. And also depending on oh. how you're exporting it, if you're like mixing it in with some other footage that was recorded or shot on 30 then you can't do it, you know? I see. And this thing where they say, like, frame rates will drop. So generally, if you're in Devil May Cry and you're standing around or you're moving around the place and, like, say, someone's coat is flapping in the wind and it looks, looks really smooth and great, 
that might be fine for 60 but if you're on a bit where there's like 20 enemies on the screen and one of them is like raining down particle attack on you the frame rate's going to drop and that's not going to look as smooth so mm -hmm. that's what the performance is doing so that's why it's quite good so actually when you see it it is quite nice it is pretty cool yeah yeah all right so you've turned me into a gaming snob now I see have. i came from a time of what are those <laughs> TVs called VCR, VRC TVs. What are they called? You don't even know because you're not from that time. <laughs> no, CRTs. Seriously, we, the first co uh, console we had was an Atari. So, like, you know, when you've seen the shit that's come beforehand nowadays, you're like, it's so great that you're like, yeah, I mean, it's great. Uh, all right. I got one more hack for you right before I go on. Mm. You've got a phone case on you, do you? Yeah. Now, can you see the Apple logo on the back of your phone? Or is it yes. covered? That is it. a button. Oh, is that? You can turn it on accessibility options to be a button. What does it do? You can make it do whatever you want it to do. You can make it take a screen grab. You can make it do like two taps might do one thing. Three taps might do something else. It's pretty cool. It's ridiculous. It doesn't feel like a button at all. Hmm. What is this? Teach the people how to use an iPhone podcast. I just did. I thought it was interesting. I thought it was interesting. All right. I'm sorry. All it right, is back interesting. To it is. Back to but there's people here who are looking for 60 frames. Don't want to care about that. Okay. <laughs> right. Uh, so, blah, blah, blah. so we're talking about Genshin Impact and $1 billion. Well, Microsoft says, screw your $1 billion because we might buy Discord for $10 billion. Oh, that's a lot of money. That's a lot of money. I saw a thing today. I was watching a video um, for Actman. He does YouTube videos. He's great. Love him. And he was saying that uh, when you think about the fact that um, Disney bought Star Wars for four billion, yeah, and like Bethesda has bought for seven billion, and now Discord for ten billion. Like, there's no way that's worth more than Star Wars. Come on. Well, the thing is, if you tried to buy Star Wars now, how much would you do it? You know, how much mm. would it cost? Um, but anyway, that just talks at the moment now. Apparently, there's other people also looking into it, like Amazon and everything. Um, it just might mean a way of them getting good interaction and cross play so people can talk to each other if they're playing I don't know if they're playing Overwatch someone's on Playstation someone's on PC they can all be in groups easier now we're about to talk to each other because uh, you've seen this thing where sometimes some people they have like airpods in their ears and headphones over it to hear different mm. people talking so that's what they're looking at but I mean Microsoft are spending the big money in their gaming although that could move on to more than gaming but you know yeah, well, you saw what they did with Rare, bought Rare, used none of their IPs, makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. Yeah, they're. I mean, they've made mistakes. I think they're more up against it now, and I think they they have to take it a bit more seriously. But I mean, they are still the ones who affected themselves with the Xbox One uh, when they were like, mm. not, you know, the one where they were like, you can't trade games with each other, and you have to log on every twenty four hours. They went back on all that stuff. But they were still terrible decisions they were trying to make. So, but now they make terrible decisions because they have so much money. If they didn't have as much money, you know, they would have to make wiser decisions. I I feel anyway. Well, yeah, anyway. They, they're huge. Well, I mean, they're Windows, you know, so they do get away with that. Mm. Um, and also, a new study uh, says that they expect cloud gaming to hit one point four billion dollars in revenue this year. Um. Cloud gaming could become a really big thing in the future. I feel like for now, I, I want just the console there with me. You know, what do you think? Mm, same here. Yeah, same here. But I, I do feel that definitely with uh, this generation and the next one, 
it, it, it won't it they won't want it you know I mean but, as if they can have it in, the, in, in their TV or something they just turn the TV and they can instantly stream a game or something well they're, why not a lot of people are already moving away from the idea of having a physical game so they're going to yeah, go on exactly. and say what can we do with this so um, it's getting pretty big not me no not you I'll, I'll want the disc always Sony so please keep it well for now I still want a disc I just think it's way better value I think it's really, really good, so I'm going to do that. And we may have a collector's piece with our uh, 3D Mario. Yeah, true. Yeah, yeah. Well, let's say a, a shitload of people bought it, so don't know how collectible it'll be, but anyway. We'll, we'll see. Uh, what about you? Have you any news for me? Well, as usual, you stole my Discord story. Good. i do it again. What else? Let me see what else you stole. Um... Okay, this is from PC Gamer. Cyberpunk 2077 lead gameplay designer leaves project CD Projekt Red. Andrei Zawadzki started on Cyberpunk as a junior designer in 2016. Uh, so a lead game designer has announced that he'll be leaving CD Projekt, project Red after eight years at the studio. Um, Hang on one sec, one he sec. Was, yeah. I I may affect up this recording for ages because I don't have headphones on, so I'm recording your audio, which is really bad quality. <laughs> All right, you idiot. One sec, one sec. Anyway, uh, so you're talking about CD Projekt Red, I believe. Yeah, uh, Zawadzki particularly. Um, he was one of the uh, famous people who uh, came out to tell people um, that their behaviours and threats were absolutely unacceptable and wrong and that they are people just like you. Um, so it seems that he's leaving without another job. Uh, he'll be taking a long holiday apparently and has not given a reason for his departure. I still think it's amazing how badly things have gone for CD Projekt Red with this cyberpunk release, you know. Um, mm. How much uh, good reputation they built up with The Witcher 3 and, and how, how it just completely nosedived. So. But, uh, yeah. Yeah, it seems like they're, they're talking about they're still like releasing these big bug updates that were happening um, and some other things to make it better. I still think in a couple of months time that's going to be an excellent game some people do already think it's an excellent game um, but uh, there's no way i would touch it until this stuff is sorted mm, same yeah it's, it's no attraction for me right now okay the last story is kind of uh based around what you were saying um that 10 cent and sony step up their investment in cloud gaming initiative so uh they're both said to be beefing their bet on cloud gaming by joining the latest fundraising round of japanese venture ubitus kk Ubitus, which specializes in cloud gaming technology and services, said Wednesday it completed a round with investments from Tencent, Sony Innovation Fund, uh, and Square Enix Holdings Company. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, looks like uh, the companies are backing it. I suppose it's a way of hedging their bets. Um, they don't want to be left behind with this kind of stuff. So, uh, yeah, could be coming to a place near you. Actually, I forgot to mention... Um I believe it's they were going to do a Final Fantasy Eleven mobile uh, kind of relaunch, um, and then Square Enix cancelled it because they were just saying, that, well, they said it was going to be bad. Basically, the quality concerns was their was their issue for getting rid of it, um, which I think is just, I mean, 
the original one was a pretty big failure by their standards so um it's a bit weird they were like well maybe if we make it run on phones now it's just like okay well at least they were aware of it and they did something about it before they put out something poor good to hear it um yeah so that's me that's me um do you want to get into the game unless you have anything else no, let's get into the game. Yusuf, if you're going to have to lift your spirits here, you've become uh, notably downcast since your destruction of the initial re- recording of this podcast by you not wearing your earphones. So you're going to have to lift yourself with this, all right? I'm still lift cheery. Up. I'm still in the good Donkey Kong equivalent mood. Um, I'm just talking quieter because my headphones are sound cancelling and I'm afraid I'm screaming, as I often am. You're not screaming. You're thinking about all the editing you're going to have to do after this podcast. That's what you're that's thinking a, that's about. That's an issue. No, I'm in. I'm in. I'm in a good mood. I was listening to some of the Donkey Kong Country music, and for, I mean, I listened to it maybe yesterday, and for twelve hours since then, the on-screen level select music has just been playing in my head again and again and again. This this music is so iconic that even when I sing it, my wife knows what it is, and even my <laughs> daughter started singing it. So you know. Uh, now I do probably prefer the soundtrack of Donkey Kong Country 2 but look we'll get, we'll get into all that so look listen what are your memories you suck of Donkey Kong Country the classic I so I think my best memory of it was playing it on the Game Boy Advance or maybe some other emulator because I do, actually don't really remember playing it as much as I did on the SNES for what it was no? actually came out for yeah, well, I mean, I was four when this game came out. Yeah, but you were still a professor. <laughs> was I? So um, I do, because I, I got like I, but I, like, I remember when I picked it up as a Game Boy game or something, and thinking, oh, this is great, and that I'd seen a lot of it before. So it, like, I do, rem- I did remember parts of it from when I played it as a kid on SNES. Um, but then the real kind of feeling of playing it through again and experiencing everything again, I think, was much later. Um, but I mean just the look of it was just so iconic that first level I love so much and I love the soundtrack to that so much um, I think that's what I think of that look of Donkey Kong which is kind of set in what Donkey Kong is now going forward like mm-hmm. that was that, that was kind of considered a relaunch at the time of Donkey Kong and that's just what I think of him in that first level with the music what about you? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think obviously the the you know the start up with the rare logo coming on and then uh, Cranky Kong at the top of the the what was it? It was supposed to be like the bars that Donkey Kong would climb on in the original, playing yeah. the gramophone and the music playing do 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 and then Donkey yeah. Kong comes in with his beatbox <laughs> or boombox. <laughs> such such a nineties idea of what being cool is, wasn't it? I know. But, Pushing um, over so, your elderly grandfather to listen to some, like, you know, upbeat, urban equivalent of the music. like Yeah, it's absolutely fantastic. Um, and, like, obviously, I remember how great it looked. I remember the soundtrack so well. This was another game that I remember going over to friends' houses and they all would have it. And... Um, I, I do remember like asking my cousin before because I remember there hadn't a, there wasn't um graphics like this before nothing that I ever seen ha- had mm. been like this apart from Rise of the Robots which you played much later but which was a terrible game it was great look three, game look three D you pressed you pressed kick and then six seconds later the cartoon would kick. <laughs> 
it was a game of prediction really you had to predict <laughs> six seconds in the past but <laughs> if you wanted to play the game but um this um yeah and i remember saying to him how does this look so good and he was just like i have no idea you know and he, he was older than us and i figured like he would know but as as we know now it was all the silicon graphics workstation but mm-hmm. um i just think this is a, an iconic time for rare when they were just showing themselves up as one of the best game developers ever um, the things that they did, you know, um, they were deve- so important to the early stages of of game development. So yeah, could, you know, definitely set the groundwork. I think it was Tekken Five, which let you play the older Tekkens in the menu because it's just the difference in how small game files were. But I remember going back and playing like the first Tekken and being, oh my god, the delay between pressing a button and something happening. Yeah, it's just. You know, you would see a character going to kick you, and they would move so slowly, and you'd press back so many times. And your character just standing, looking directly at them, not doing anything. And I can't believe how how quickly that changed. You know, mm. like that Tekken isn't a well. I guess it is an old game, but I don't think when people think about old classic games, they think about that. They would think about older consoles. But yeah, yeah, but yeah, it but. Um, but Donkey Kong wasn't like that. Donkey Kong was no. um, very, very fluid, very um, quick. Uh, you know, uh, reaction times to what your the the inputs. Uh, just I can't say enough about this game. I love the characters. I love Donkey Kong. I love his hilarious comedic slapstick element. One of my favorite moments ever is when he goes into his his banana horde. <laughs> <laughs> and he finds all the bananas gone and he just looks at the ground and shakes his head like it's just so oh he's just one of the best characters ever love him love playing him playing as him in smash bros too he's so enjoyable um the, like that was that's the storyline of, of the game is that his banana horde is empty so he's gotta find his bananas <laughs> You don't need any more. That's what I'm telling you, people. His banana cord has been stolen. I don't know how K. Rule stole it in the first place because there's only a little entrance in there. He had to obviously take the bananas out by, you know, by bunches. He couldn't have taken it all out at once. And like, like I've said before, bananas go bad. So, you know, I don't know what his plan was. But anyway, he definitely got him good. Uh, it definitely was enough to wind up Donkey Kong to spend however many worlds he goes through to get them back. So, uh, well done, Donkey Kong. All right. Well, let's go to some of the development. So, yes. uh, as we said, this was SNES, and it came out in 1994, and it was considered a reboot. And this was the first time you saw what Donkey Kong was, really, as in what became him. Because before this, the Donkey Kong we saw was the one with Jumpman and then Mario of climbing up the red beams and stuff like that and him throwing the barrels down. So they didn't know what he was going to look like in this idea. So Nintendo trusted Rare to do this, Rare being a UK company, uh, and at the time being reasonably separate to the Japanese Nintendo. And they were just like, yeah, look, Donkey Kong is, already exists, but let's see what you got from him. So they gave it a go. Um, yeah, I think they that um, Rare did a demo, didn't they, that uh, Nintendo were really impressed with. Am I right? Yeah, they, they, they liked what they did. I mean, they still gave kind of feedback and stuff, and Miyamoto did have generally very small amounts in this game. But you know what he implemented? I think two things, which uh, is very important to you in the character of Donkey Kong. <laughs> the tie is one, anyway. <laughs> the red tie was by Miyamoto. And the idea that uh, Donkey Kong slaps the ground. <laughs> 
I think I would love Miyamoto if I ever met him. I just think we would get each other. You know, would you ever just on, on the same wavelength as someone the minute you meet them? I think that would be me and Miyamoto. <laughs> I think you'd be immediately disappointed that he's not just like Donkey Kong, which I think is what you think he is. Even his thing where he wants the rare characters to stand up and shake hands and golden eye after they're shot. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's a great, great addition. Anyway, yeah, go on. Um, so yeah, they left them to do it. Nintendo gave Rare an unlimited budget to make this, which is just... On, like that's madness just so much money and you know what they did with that was they bought those really expensive workstations you mentioned the silicon mm-hmm. graphics which cost about 80,000 each so there wow. was about 20 people in the company I don't know how many of them had it but big big money went onto those uh, workstations to make it look good and I'll tell you one thing in fact it worked so it took them about mm-hmm. 18 months to make it right and when they were showing it uh, at an event, people thought originally it was going to be on the N64 because they thought it was it looked so so good, mm-hmm. and then it was only afterward they're like, no, this is SNES. This is going to be, um, this is going to be coming out much sooner than you think. This is the next gen because people had just gone, oh wow, that that's so good. And the thing which I'm always saying about you being grumpy and people complaining, at the time people were complaining that this game was about graphics and not about gameplay. People were saying that, like, oh, the games used to be better before and stuff like that. This one, you're focusing too much on how it looks, and that's not what makes a game good. <laughs> Bullshit. Looks good and it <laughs> plays great. Oh, yeah, definitely, definitely. Like, those people were completely wrong. They're talking absolute nonsense. It's a brilliant game. Um, let's see what else there was. Yeah, well, originally it was going to be called Donkey Kong Monkey Mayhem. <laughs> <laughs> I would have loved that as well. Um, and it was going to be Donkey Kong um, and Donkey Kong Jr. from the original game which became Diddy Kong in the end so then they kind of introduced this weird family tree of what Donkey Kong is and everything so if you're like I always remember thinking it was so weird that Donkey Kong wore like the vest in the old Mario Kart yeah, I didn't really. I think it was was that Donkey Kong Junior. That was Donkey, Donkey Kong Junior. Yeah, yeah, that was yeah, Donkey yeah. Kong Junior, yeah. which was quite odd. Um, so basically, they didn't like what they saw being the three D version of Donkey Kong. So they were like, "Oh, Donkey Kong Junior." So like, okay, so what are we gonna do? So that's when they came up with the idea of Diddy Kong, who, depending on what you read, is either his nephew or his friend. Uh, mm. It's a bit. It seems to differ depending on the different points they didn't take it out they didn't have a plan for the Kong lineage they were just throwing it together um, I think it'd be nephew I think it'd be a little bit weird if someone Donkey Kong's age and girth would be hanging out with a, a boy that small so how do you know he's a boy he's a different type of creature maybe he's just wearing a cap are you sure he's a different kind of creature how could he be a Kong and still be a different you know have you seen Candy Kong she's the you know visual equivalent of my nightmares she doesn't she's, look like a normal Kong yeah she's terrifying um yeah so I don't know yeah he's a Kong but he's he's a, he's a different monkey he's like either a spider monkey or a capuchin once again it differs depending on who you asked and when I think um this very much has a the air of like Legend of Zelda when they look back and they're like so are these games all connected and they're like Yes, as long as there is no further questions. Yes, yeah. they are all deeply connected. Yeah. Um, so then, when they made Diddy Kong, the nephew in it, and not Donkey Kong Junior anymore, um, that's when they also kind of change it up. And you don't play as the original Donkey Kong; you play as his grandson and Cranky Kong, 
is his uh, is the original Donkey Kong from the game. And um, apparently somewhere in the lineage, there's an idea of like a Kong war, and that's where like loads of Kongs died. Oh my <laughs> like, god! Was never never uh, fleshed out in any game. It was just like a throwaway line was put at the start of a game once, <laughs> and people are just like, "Say what?" Um, but when you're talking about that intro, where you've got Cranky Kong there playing the music on the old what's the instrument called? It's called the gramophone, I believe, isn't it? I, I don't know yeah the the grandfather I think that I think that's right he's playing the song and that that's the music from the old Donkey Kong game mm-hmm. you know and he's on the red beams and then it's meant to be changing from that from the young Donkey Kong coming down and then zooming out and all looking different and stuff um so that's kind of the idea of they were like okay let's move it on let's but you know let's let's because it was a redesign it was a relaunch as far as they were concerned you know mm. um they spent let's see. Ooh, I've got different things here. They spent $16 million, apparently, on marketing in America alone, right? Whereas, at the time, the average money spent was about $5 million. So, they really were putting... You know, they, I mean, I guess this did then become one of their iconic characters, you know? Like, mm. there's... I know Donkey Kong Country didn't do as well, and that kind of hit them a bit hard. But, you know, Donkey Kong and Mario and Kirby and Link, like, these are all their, their mascots. Um... I was going to say Diddy Kong is called so because apparently Diddy is a UK slang for being like short or little. Did you notice? Never heard of that. No, I I never heard of it at all. Um, it was multiplayer as well, but like, it, you know, there was some kind of versus levels and stuff. But Diddy Kong, the idea of playing with him was he was kind of an extra life basically to yeah. help you get past quite tricky bits. Although he did, you know, perform differently. He could like, I think he was a little bit quicker, but he was weaker against some enemies. Like he, he yeah. You know, he, he could cartwheel. He was uh, yeah. faster. He could jump higher. Donkey Kong yeah. was stronger, slower. Yeah. So th- this was also kind of full of a lot of um, throwbacks to the original games, which was really quite nice. So um, the fact that the barrels are where you get the checkpoints and where you get items from, or you know, uh, you break them for ba- for barrels for bananas and stuff like that from the original game, where you used to throw the uh, barrels down at everybody. Um, and also you can hear like these kind of industrial sorts of sounds all the way throughout the soundtrack, which is yeah. thrown back to the original of it being yeah. like on a construction site kind of thing. Fantastic. Um, yeah, it was just a bloody brilliant, brilliant game. Really, really yeah. good. Yeah. Uh, what, what, you know, do you know anything else about it? Um, I think like, I know just a lot of stuff like that you were saying, but um, yeah, I, I, I just, I just think the scale, like Nintendo, I don't know how they do it. They just, do great things and they do things that just bring on gaming as a whole time and time again and this is one of those things uh it was just like the gameplay was great like the level designs are fantastic the enemy designs the actual aesthetic the donkey kong aesthetic was was great the way they did the backgrounds and the trees to make it all look 3d you know yeah. all the animal characters you had you know which added variety to the levels the mine cart levels Mm-hmm. Um and the music, how how unbelievably fantastic the music was, how atmospheric it was. Um it also this was a card with a save feature, so you could save your game and you can come back to it later. Um you had Funky Kong who would like fly around on his uh plane with this really cool music. And at the end of the boss battles were a little bit uh two dimensional, let's say, you know, three hits mm-hmm. and they're out. 
But um, and then I love the the final boss, K. Rule. He's like throwing his crown at you. <laughs> That's great. It spins around. It spins in the air and then comes back to him. It's uh, one of those great images I never forget. Uh, but yeah, what's what's? I mean, who wouldn't enjoy playing as Donkey Kong? And just how fluid, <laughs> fluid the I game was. I don't think huh? other people. I don't think other people have that share that same connection you do with Donkey Kong. You know, I don't know. Like you're like, like, why would anybody not love Donkey Kong? <laughs> I can't put into words why I love him so much. I don't know what it is. It's just his. I don't know. Like I said, it doesn't matter what life throws at him. He just rolls his way through it, and he doesn't care how other people feel about it. <laughs> I, I know why you uh, get get such a connection with him, and it's based on his name. So Donkey Kong was a mistranslation apparently Miyamoto thought it meant like stubborn he, like I think he was getting confused with the idea of being like stubborn like a mule kind of a thing so that's why yeah. he's Donkey Kong so he he, meant, he thinks he's like stubborn ape basically and that's that's you all over <laughs> uh, well I don't know Donkey Kong is just great yeah the name is great as well and um, you know the sounds now they went downhill the sounds his voice effects in the first two games are brilliant up until the N64 in uh, Mario Kart that was great when he was still doing this and after that he got more like Ooh! it was like that's not Donkey Kong so yeah I'm, I'm, I must say I didn't I didn't like the way uh, the way they changed him up um, so do you want to have a guess at how long it would take a speedrunner to do this glitchless this 40 level game 43 minutes 32 minutes. Wow. Do you know how I know that? Well, do you know how I know it was less than an hour? No, because did did you know there's a thing at the end of this game where you finish it and Cranky Kong says, back in my day, I finished the game in less than an hour. Oh, right. (laughs) And that's apparent. That is apparently uh, a challenge that if you finish it in under an hour, you get like 101%. And apparently, oh. apparently Rare were going to add in something that would allow you then to play as Cranky Kong. It was going to be a joke if you got it. And he would just move really slowly. And it was meant to be just like a joke, you know, that no yeah, one would actually yeah. then play the game as Cranky Kong. But did, they didn't have time for it. But they didn't. They, but they left the throwaway line at the end so people would try and do it under an hour, which they can. It's extremely difficult to say. Yeah, but um, yeah. But uh, so it just you would, yeah, you would just end me. up getting people who would then complete the game in really fast times as Cranky Kong, even if it was meant to be like a joke <laughs> character, you would still get people doing it. Yeah, I wonder what inspires these people to break records that no one actually cares about. I mean, they get no glory for it, they get no money it's a for bit it. It's harsh, isn't it? <laughs> no, but I mean, who like who cares if you finish the game in an hour? I, I think don't. that's quite impressive. I think fair play to you if that's what you want to do. It is impressive. But can you think about the amount of work involved in that? That's true. But I also, like, if you enjoy it, because I often also think, like, I watch a lot of football and I love football. And I also sometimes watch absolutely dog shit matches, you know? Uh, so it's just, there's times where it's like, well, that was a waste of two hours, you know? Like, yeah, but so. you don't sit around and plan to watch a, a shit match. The, the match just turns out to be shit. Yeah, but, like, you know, but I mean some people find football very boring I'm not one of those people but mm. I definitely have sat there and watched a lot of bad bad games which I could have spent that time doing anything else so I'm not going to be having to go with anybody 
Yeah, but they're not even enjoying the game. They're trying to beat it as quickly as possible, you know. Anyway, look, fair play to speedrunners, you know. You chose to change your argument completely. You don't mean that at all. You think they're weird. I I don't see a need for it, but I think it's <laughs> I think it's impressive, particularly Mario sixty four. But I just I wouldn't do it. It's not for me. Life is hard enough. Anyway, uh, so yeah, that's what I have. <laughs> um, I really really love the music on uh, on this. Um, and I hoping you've got this soundtrack for the first level, do you? Oh yeah, the Donkey Kong Island swing. Of course I do. Uh, Bit trivia for that one. Right. All right. When they were trying to come up with the idea of what they wanted it to sound like, they were going through the different idea of, you know, do we do something a bit more industrial, something a bit more kind of lost in a deep, dark jungle, something a bit upbeat and fun or jazzy or whatever. So they put the effort in and they came up with three different samples and they went forward and they were like, so these are what I want. So here's a sample based on each type of music that you wanted in it. What one do you want us to make the full track out of? And they played them and they went, yes. And they went, what, what, what? It's like, all of them. I would like you to make a track of all of them. And they're like, well, that's not really what I was saying. So in the end, they did. And you notice there's like three very distinct sounds in that game as mm. it goes on. Um, mm. And I always thought it was really weird. Like, I don't, I'll put it at the very end because it's a brilliant song. Um, but if you listen to the first bit long enough, it just suddenly gets really sad. I always remember thinking it was Melancholic. a bit weird. Yeah, yeah really, really odd. Yeah. I was like, what is this doing in a game? I'm a child, you know, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and and like, if you, they kind of timed it as well, that it happened when the rain started falling as you progressed to like mm. the normal time of the level. So it gets darker and everything, which also at the time seemed like rain effects in a game that looked that good was pretty amazing. People have to remember that. These these kind of things were never done before then, you know? It was just, it's incredible. You, you took it for granted now, all these things. and But people were trying them for the first time, you know, the 3D backgrounds, the 3D sprites, the music, like, the, the way it was. It was just phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, really, really good. Uh, do you want to get into the music, or do you have anything else? Um, I don't really have much else to, to say about the game that people haven't heard before or expect me to say anyway. Um, I just, one of my favourite games of all time, Everything about it is perfection, and I mean everything. Mm. Um, uh, David Wise is one of my favorite uh, video game artists, if not my favorite. Um, I probably I don't know do I rank him above Nobuo, but it's a very, very closely run thing. I listen to David Wise's music much more than Nobuo's, so whatever that really? tells you. Wow. Yep, yep. Uh, it's just just so listenable uh, to on repeat over and over again. <laughs> <laughs> What so. you and the monkey rap? <laughs> <laughs> that that monkey rap isn't from the game. That's from sixty uh, four, isn't it? The, yeah, I think there's an animated series. Did you know that? No. Yeah, and it's available on Prime. Apparently, it was done years and years ago. It looks terrible. It looks absolutely terrible. The graphics are terrible. Donkey Kong looks nothing like Donkey Kong at all. <laughs> These uh, animated series are always so bad. Like, do you ever see the ones with like Link and stuff? It's so bad. Oh, I have seen. There's a really famous one from years ago. I remember that one. But uh, yeah, David Wise is a genius. I remember one of the lines that he said was that he didn't like. I think it was Donkey Kong Two soundtrack because he thought it sounded too much like a video game. You know that oh. I think that that says it all. Um, that he doesn't want uh the soundtrack. Or maybe it was the first. Maybe it was this one actually. That he doesn't want the soundtrack of a of a video game to sound like a video game. You know. Um, I was just googling Donkey Kong uh, Country there, and I got the IMDb for the show. 
Yeah. Look at the photo of him in it. He looks terrible. He looks nothing like Donkey Kong. He looks so bad. But there's a little video here. And uh, I'd just like to for you to explain to the audience uh, what's going on in it. Sorry, one second. You'd have to show me first. <laughs> That's one of the best things ever about Donkey Kong, his facial expressions. It's just clips of Donkey Kong reacting in shock to, to, to different stimuli. His eyes popping out of his head with the wide mouth open, which is just brilliant. Amazing. It's just, it's so weird. It's such a weird show. There's like 40 episodes of this. <laughs> I'm going to go through them all at some stage. There's two <laughs> seasons. <laughs> they should bring it back. Bring it back. Oh, Do you remember God. the Mario cartoons they used to have when we were kids that was on TV? I remember them. I remember liking them. But I don't yeah. know if that's just because it was something, you know, video gaming on TV. Mm. It's on the cartoons as well. I remember them, yeah. yeah. I do remember watching a lot of them. There was a decent amount of them. Oh, there sure was. Okay, folks. So first I'm going to play is the infamous uh, Donkey Kong theme. So here we go. Donkey Kong is an institution. <laughs> it's like, what are the monkey noises? <laughs> they they make it even better. I feel, I feel like there's a kind of idea of like Guns N' Roses era guitar in there or something. Like the idea of going, it's like, yeah, early 90s. Like, what's what are we going for here? What's the kind of sound we want to go for? But if it was in a Donkey Kong game. <laughs> <laughs> it's wonderful. Wonderful. Okay, the next one is the infamous Don DK Island swing. Uh, it go cuts and breaks and does all kind of things. So here we go.
I did not expect him to play that much of it, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Well, I had to show you all the transitions in the song, Yusuf. I mean, that song sounds like an acid trip or something. You know, that the last point is when you're getting really introspective. You're like, what's going on? Who am I? <laughs> um, I love it. I love the jazz bit in it. It's just, it's so, it's like, it's wacky and it's just fun. Mm. It's great. So good. Love it's it. It's great. Great soundtrack in this game. Okay. Uh, Cranky's theme. see him and he's like you would know a good game if you were in one <laughs> yeah <laughs> i love some of the lines of cranky just wonderful um okay so next one is probably the most famous piece of music from this game also a musical masterpiece aquatic ambience uh, one mm. of the most relaxing songs ever picture like you can imagine a documentary about like deep sea life or something to that it's just it doesn't <laughs> sound like video game music at all it's so yeah. good it's like david attenborough documentary style um yeah that's just, just it's, it's such a wonderful piece of music um like and I, that's another thing we forgot to mention there was underwater levels in this as well which is just you know the 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 category of you know variety of gameplay styles it gave you you know it was just mm -hmm. sensational okay so next one the last one i have just to bring us a bit up higher after that uh introspective um piece of music is bonus room blitz
Yusuf, I'm putting this on record now. If I die before you, I want that song played at my funeral, among many others, but that's one I want played, all right? <laughs> I, I wish I could get you just like a 32 key keyboard where every sound was like a different variety of like monkey noise. <laughs> you could just, you know, have so much fun with that. <laughs> yeah, I really need to. I was actually going to get, uh, what's it called? Be, I don't know, something to make music. I forget the name of it now. A Beats Box or something. Uh, I can't remember what it was. No, I don't remember the name. But uh, yeah, so uh, we can all agree that that's a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful uh, soundtrack by David Wise Guy. So thank you, David. We love you. I told you before, David, something really cool where um, there's this thing called Overclocked Remixes where fans of uh, video game music make their own versions of the songs, typically higher, better produced, you know, rock versions or hip hop versions or whatever. Mm. And David Wise contributed himself original pieces of music for uh, the Donkey Kong overclocked uh, uh, album so that's cool fair play yeah. to him he's a hero got some, got some breaking news although probably oh, yeah. breaking by the time it comes out that uh, they're making a Ghost of Tsushima uh, film with oh, okay. a director uh, who did John Wick okay that'd be pretty cool yeah yeah did you see John Wick I've seen them all yeah 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 Great films, really, really, yeah. really good films. Great. I action. really like Keanu Reeves. I just really like him. I don't know why. I saw like a behind the scenes thing uh, for Matrix mm. quite recently. Actually, it was weird, and they were just talking about how hard he trains. Like he takes the stuff so seriously to do the martial arts, and apparently he's just there for hours and hours and hours. And it means that, like, if you remember that first Matrix film, like those fight scenes looked so good because he learned mm. how to do it you know or at yeah. least to a, a believable level which is really mm. good this is crazy this is crazy <laughs> um no i particularly love what yeah because that it really looks like him and Lawrence fishburne are fighting you know it's uh it's mm. great yeah um, it's really good um yeah also anyway yeah, back to that great soundtrack absolutely love it yeah really yeah. good okay so what am i doing all right how uh, personally offended did you get by reading people who didn't Do you know game? what these people were fortunate because i could couldn't find out there was no reviews on metacritic no reviews on any other game so i had to go to amazon again <laughs> <laughs> so and I intentionally avoided t- doesn't work <laughs> <laughs> reviews because you've you've complained before, so because um, uh, yeah, it's not a review of the game. <laughs> if someone's like my Amazon delivery didn't arrive, <laughs> well they're disappointed, aren't they? And they're putting it on the game. So anyway, so review one uh, by Kindle customer <laughs> does not. <laughs> no does not view Gordon my TV very disappointed what I think instead of typing good on she typed Gordon alright <laughs> so does not view Gordon my TV so she's disappointed uh, next one uh, Mike the game's from 94 what do you expect <laughs> Michael A. Mast Three out of five. Interesting attempt at a 3D game. Now, he's only... He's reviewed this... How many years? 16 years after the game was released. So, 
When reading the box and manuals, they keep pushing the idea of a 3D game. The characters are more or less in three dimensions, as well as items in the game. The background moves at a different speed and the pathways adding to the illusion. The game is fun, challenging and entertaining, though there is a lack of points to be earned. Killing all the enemies gives you nothing but the pleasure of the bong sound. <laughs> Which is enough for you, I think. <laughs> if only this person knew me, that would be more than enough for me. <laughs> Extra, I mean, if anyone's developing a game, it's all about the bong sounds. Extra <laughs> lives are in the form of balloons and collecting 100 bananas. <laughs> The ability to switch between donkey heavy attacks in brackets and Diddy high jumps brackets on the fly adds to the level of complexity. <laughs> if you can find them, you can ride an ostrich, rhino or a swordfish and they help with their special abilities. That's it. Okay. It doesn't really sound like he's complaining. Like, why is he giving it? Like, it, it sounds like he's like, it's really fun and entertaining, but it's not quite 3D. Like, All right. I think he's just a cynic. I don't, I don't really get him. Okay, so uh, this one comes from C. Morlock. I'd be personally thinking I'd like to see less luck. Um, I'll turn this whole section out. <laughs> Three out of five. They say hindsight is twenty twenty. This game wasn't as great as I remember it. Now. It pains me to read this because it's a lie. What's sad is that this game seemed like a huge achievement back in 94. Maybe I was too young to realise it back then. Maybe it was lack of experience. I thought this game rocked when it first came out. And unfortunately, I'm no longer sure why. To me, it seems like this is a fairly average platformer wrapped up in a beautiful package. The graphics were novel and unique at the time, but I guess now I just think them awkward and weird looking. My main beef with the game is the controls and the frustrating level design, the minecart stages and the ones where you have to fire from barrel to barrel. Somehow I beat this when I was six. I can't fathom how I did that now. Another minor problem is that the bosses are all pretty easy. Four hits usually does the trick. I don't recommend replaying this. Unlike Sonic and Mario World, this one may be better left as a childhood memory. The uh, minecart levels are so difficult. Yeah, they are. It's so Uh, difficult. Yeah, I forgot I had one more. Amazon customer, three out of five. Uh, June 17th 2016 3 out of 5 not enough Bluster Kong <laughs> Bluster Kong? Do you know what Bluster Kong is Yusuf? A Bluster Kong It's a yeah. Kong No it was Bluster Kong <laughs> Bluster Kong is a character from the Donkey Kong Country animated series <laughs> oh, based, based on the Super Nintendo game of the same name He does not appear in any of the games <laughs> 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 Though his moustache does resemble that of Uncle Kong from the second game's Japanese strategy guide. He mainly serves as comic relief. He's the co-owner of Barrel Works Factory. (laughs) Co-owner? Not even the main owner. (laughs) Bluster runs Congo Bongo Island's resident barrel factory, which is actually owned by his mother. Occasionally he speaks with his mother on the cell phone. He's a stereotypical rich, spoiled coward, only he's a gorilla. (laughs) He is constantly hitting on Candy Kong, his lone employee. <laughs> Despite the fact that she's dating Donkey Kong, Bluster is, of- is often considered a spineless worm. <laughs> so, 
this person wanted bluster kong in the game and the thing that fascinates me says not enough bluster kong yeah, not <laughs> any bluster exactly <laughs> so uh anyway that's, there we go that's so weird but i'm sure there are people who came to the games after seeing the tv show first and it must be so weird coming from that point of view you should look up a bluster kong there is very funny okay so you ready for the quiz yes please uh. Test your might. I am shitting myself. <laughs> okay. You ready? Yeah. Question number one. What is bluster Kong? <laughs> what what is bluster Kong's alias? Uh <laughs> I don't know. Um, bluster. <laughs> I don't know. I'm sorry. It's what? Oh. <laughs> no, it's Leo Luster. God. <laughs> uh, what is Donkey Kong, the star of Donkey Kong Country's full name? Oh, God. I didn't know he had a full name. I thought it was just Donkey Kong. Um, I don't know. Oh, God. Absolutely no idea. Donkey Kong the third. Excuse me. What is the name of the obese enemy who wears an army helmet and signature green military belt? Say that again. What is the name of the, you know, the big fat obese enemy who wears an army helmet and signature green military belt? Oh, God. And he bounces off you if Diddy jumps on him. Big something, isn't it? No, that's Clump with the K. Ah, Clump. You'll receive a nice bonus when the work is done. That's why I chose him. <laughs> sure uh, <laughs> what is Bertie O'Hearn's full name, Yusuf? For feck's sake. You really went out with names this week, didn't you? <laughs> oh, I don't know. As in, what does Bertie stand for or his middle name? What's his whole name? Oh, God. <laughs> Bertie Muriel Hearn. <laughs> no, his real name is actually Bartholomew. <laughs> Patrick Bertie Hearn. So, sorry. It's like, even if I knew Bar- Bartholomew, you weren't going to give it to me unless I knew Patrick. <laughs> well, I figured that you might just guess Bartholomew, so I wasn't going to give it to you. But, um, yeah, sorry, Yusuf, you do not. You steam a good ham. So, 10,000 humble apologies for that. Does that mean Bert from Bert and Ernie's name is Bartholomew as well? Hmm. You know what? Bert from Sesame Street. Let's check out right now. Because, like, apparently, you know, like, Barney is, like, the nickname for someone whose name is Barnaby. Or, but then in Simpsons, it's Bernard. Um, doesn't seem to say. No, they probably never thought about it. No, no. Um, yeah. So listen, folks. Thank you very much. Uh, this is a great episode because I love Donkey Kong. So even if it's not entertaining to you, it was to me. So thank you so much for listening. Uh, unfortunately, we uh, we can't reveal the results of the question from last week where we asked you who's the best voice uh, actor because we're actually. Uh, 
consolidating the hundreds of responses into a, a graph so we can actually tell you who actually won. So that might come next week. But thank you for your questions. Thank you for your comments. As always, you know, we love each and every one of you, especially you, Falklands. So thank you. I'm sorry, can you say that name one more time? Falklands. <laughs> so thank you so much. Um, thank you for listening. Thank you for voting, rating, whatever it is you do. Thank you for listening. Um, we love you. You have anything else? Thank you. Yes, just uh, I wholeheartedly agree with all that. And if you would like to get in contact, please do at press the action button pod at gmail.com. Um, thank you again for listening, and we'll see you next week. Take care, guys. Bye bye. Bye.